0: Ladies and gentlemen, warriors and conquerors, you are now tuning into the empowering waves of the Christian Motivation Podcast. This is your host, David Williams, and I welcome you with open arms and a heart full of grace. When I say that this is more than just a podcast, my friends, I mean it. This, right here, is a sanctuary, a sacred gathering where iron sharpens iron, where faith moves mountains where we march to the beat of perseverance, resilience, and unshakable faith. We don't shy away from the hard truths here. We embrace them. We don't stop when we're tired. We stop when we're done. Our minds, bodies, and spirits are temples, and we are the sculptors. So, I challenge you, lean into the pain, embrace the struggle, and let's mold ourselves into warriors for Christ. And when the dawn is still dark, When the weight of the world is heavy on your shoulders, we stand up tall. We understand that leadership and strength start from within. Here, in this community, we train not only our bodies, but our minds and souls. Discipline, accountability, faith, these are our tools. And with them, we shall build bridges to heights unimaginable. Ah, yes. Let's breathe life into our visions and aspirations. We stand upon the shoulders of giants, like David who triumphed against lion, like Paul who turned his life around and became a vessel for the Lord. We're not just going through the motions, we are nurturing a legacy. We will lead by example. We will put into action the principles that guide us, for as the book of James reminds us, faith without works is dead. So take my hand as we embark upon this journey together. Whether you're walking on the green pastures or facing the shadows of the valley, know that you are not alone welcome to the christian motivation podcast where purpose meets action where hearts meet courage and where a community of warriors is born listen up warriors let's talk about the battlefield you didn't even know you were stepping on every single day the battlefield of the soul in the trenches of life there's an invisible war going on that's as real as the ground under your feet Ephesians 6 verse 12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You've got to open your eyes and recognize what's at stake here. We ain't playing games, this is about your soul and eternity. Picture yourself like a soldier on the front lines. But instead of bullets and bombs, you've got doubts, fears, and temptations whizzing past your head. This battle won't allow you to be a spectator. You're in it, whether you want to be or not. Be vigilant, my friends. Like a lion, your adversary prowls around, seeking someone to devour. The enemy is not playing. They're taking prisoners, and they're aiming at you. They're in it to win it, and so should you be. Now, let's put this in perspective, imagine Elon Musk. This man had a vision for space travel that seemed impossible, almost laughable, but he was not deterred. He kept on fighting, kept on pushing the boundaries. That's the kind of vigilance and determination you need in your spiritual life. We've got rockets of faith, and we're going to Mars, baby. But here's the deal, you've got to recognize the importance of the choices you make. The battlefield of the soul isn't just in some spiritual plane, it's in the choices, big or small, that you make every day. It's in the decision to stand up for what's right even when the world tells you to sit down. It's in the silent prayers when your heart is heavy. Alright, listen up! It's time to put on your battle gear. No, I'm not talking about Kevlar and camo, I'm talking about the armor of God. Like a well-trained soldier prepping for the mission, it's time to suit up, soldier! There's no room for error, and every piece of this armor is critical to your survival. Ephesians 6 verses 13 to 17 instructs us to put on the full armor of God. That's head-to-toe protection. Let's talk about that first piece, the belt of truth. This isn't just holding up your pants, folks. This is what holds everything together. It's the truth of who you are in Christ. No lies, no deceit, pure, unadulterated truth. Now, you've got to have that breastplate of righteousness. Guard that heart. Not with a shield of steel, but with a moral compass and an unwavering commitment to what's right. Your heart is where your purpose and passion reside, and if the enemy can strike you there, he can take you down. Boots! Don't forget those boots of the gospel of peace. Keep your footing when all hell breaks loose. Stand your ground. Be that rock in the chaos, that person who brings peace to the storm. Now, here's the deal, you gotta have that shield of faith. When those flaming arrows of doubt, despair, and discouragement come at you, your faith is what extinguishes them. Hold that shield high and don't back down. And don't forget to protect your head with the helmet of salvation. This is where the battle is really fought in your mind. Don't let the enemy mess with your head. Know who you are and whose you are. Finally, grab that sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Sharper than any two-edged sword, it cuts through the lies and confusion. Know your scriptures and wield them with skill. Now let's talk about someone who knows about building armor. That's right, Jeff Bezos. This guy armored up his vision with unwavering dedication and built an empire called Amazon. Now imagine that same commitment and focus in building your spiritual armor. We're not here to build empires. We're here to win battles for the kingdom. So suit up, soldier. We're on the front lines of the most significant battle that ever was. It's a battle for souls, and it starts with yours. Be vigilant. Be courageous. With God as your commanding officer, you're unbeatable. This is a call to arms. And let me tell you, warrior, in this army, we don't leave anyone behind. So suit up. Brave ones, arm yourselves with the word and lace up your combat boots of faith. This war isn't for the faint of heart, it's for the warriors ready to fight for their souls and stand for the kingdom. You are part of the greatest army ever assembled, led by the King of Kings. So get out there, and don't just fight, fight to win. Listen up warriors! When you're in a battle, your weapon is your lifeline. In spiritual warfare, your weapon is the sword of the spirit the Word of God. Now this ain't just a decorative piece you hang on your wall, and it's not a butter knife either. This is a double-edged blade, sharper than anything crafted by man. Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, For the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. Now, let me break it down. Your sword of the Spirit is the Scripture, the promises, and the truth of God's Word. It's what you wield to counter the lies and deceit that life throws your way. But to use it effectively, you've got to know it. And I mean, know it like the back of your hand. Memorize scripture. Immerse yourself in the wisdom and guidance of the Bible. Sharpen that blade every day. Your enemy wants to sow doubt, confusion, and lies into your life. You wanna know how to shut that down? Wield your sword. Quote those scriptures. Stand on the promises of God. Make your enemy know he picked the wrong person to mess with. Look at the temptations Jesus faced in the desert. The devil came at him with everything he had, but Jesus didn't waver. He wielded his sword of the spirit, he quoted scripture, and sent the devil packing. That's a master swordsman at work. Now, let's talk about Steve Jobs for a second. When he had a vision for Apple, he was relentless. He cut through every obstacle with razor-sharp focus. Now, I want you to take that level of determination and apply it to your spiritual journey. Imagine wielding the sword of the Spirit with that kind of precision and drive. Cutting down lies, casting out fears, and carving a path of truth and righteousness. Stay hungry for the word, my friend. Keep that edge honed and razor-sharp. You've got to have that edge. Because in the heat of battle, your sword is what stands between you and the enemy. It's not just a tool, it's an extension of your spirit. In the war zone of life, your sword of the spirit is the weapon that guarantees victory. Train with it, bond with it, and become a force that darkness dreads to face. Forward, Warrior. Let the spirit guide your blade. Listen up, Warriors! We've talked about the sword, now let's talk about defense. That's right. Your shield. Ephesians 6 verse 16 tells us, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. The shield we're talking about here is faith. It's what protects you when life's flaming arrows are coming at you thick and fast. Faith ain't something passive, my friend. No, sir. It's an active, conscious decision to trust in something bigger than yourself. It's believing that. No matter how crazy the storm, God's got your back. When the enemy starts to whisper lies and doubts in your ear, your faith is what says, hold up. My God is greater. When the world tells you it's impossible, your faith tells you, with God, all things are possible. Now, I want you to imagine this. You're on the battlefield, and those arrows are flying at you. Doubt, fear, despair, they're trying to take you out. But you've got your shield, your faith, and you're deflecting every single one of them. Let's talk about Walt Disney. Yes, the man who created the Magic Kingdom. But did you know he was fired from a newspaper because he lacked imagination and had no good ideas? Did that stop him? Heck no! He had faith in his vision. He believed when no one else did. That's the shield of faith in action in the entrepreneurial world. Imagine if he hadn't shielded himself with belief. We wouldn't have the Disney magic we know today. Now take that example and level it up, because with God, your faith is even more powerful. It's not just believing in a dream, it's believing in the almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth. All right, let's dive right into this. You've got your sword, you've got your shield. Now it's time to talk tactics. We're talking about prayer and vigilance. That's right. Warriors the two most potent weapons in your arsenal. You see, prayer is like your direct line of communication to the commander in chief. We're talking God himself. It's not just about asking for things. No, it's about aligning your will with God's, getting your marching orders, and powering up. Ephesians 6 verse 18 says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. I want you to get this, it says all occasions. That means keep those lines open. Now, let's break it down, vigilance. That means you gotta be alert. You gotta keep your eyes wide open. 1 Peter 5 verse 8 says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I want you to imagine this, you're in a battlefield, it's night and the enemy could be anywhere. If you're not vigilant, if you're not on high alert, you're gonna be easy prey. But when you combine prayer with vigilance, you've got night vision goggles, and suddenly, you see everything clear as day. Let's take a moment to talk about a guy named Elon Musk. Now, this man's not just launching rockets into space for fun. No, he's got vision, and he's got purpose. But with that purpose, he knows he needs to be vigilant. Always innovating, always on the lookout for what's next. He's not just sitting around waiting for things to happen. He's making them happen. Now, let's bring that back to spiritual warfare. Your prayer is your purpose, your line to God. Your vigilance is your awareness of the enemy's tactics. Together, they make you unstoppable. So get down on your knees and pray like you've never prayed before. Seek wisdom, strength, and protection. Then rise up, open your eyes, and stay alert. Watch for the enemy's tricks, but also watch for God's hand in your life. Listen, my friends. The front lines ain't for the faint of heart. But you were made for this. You are a warrior in the kingdom of God. And with prayer and vigilance, you'll not just survive, you'll triumph. Listen up, warriors! We ain't done yet. You've got your armor on, you've got your communication lines open, but now it's time to talk strategy. Because let's face it, you can have all the gear and all the heart, but if you don't have a strategy, you're walking into a storm blind. First things first. A warrior knows himself and knows his enemy. Know what you're made of, what your strengths and weaknesses are. In the same breath, know that the enemy ain't playing games. But here's the thing, greater is he that is in you, than he that is in the world. The battle's already won, but you've still got to fight. You got to be like Joseph in the Bible, my friends. This man had strategy. He didn't just land second in command in Egypt by chance. He was divinely guided, yes, but he also planned, prepared, and kept his heart right. God's favor was upon him because he was aligned with God's purposes. So align yourself. Now let's talk Sun Tzu and the art of war. Yeah. I'm bringing ancient Chinese military strategy into this because it's that real. Sun Tzu said, the supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. Now how do you subdue the enemy in spiritual warfare without fighting? Through God's word, living righteously, and building a fortress of faith. That's how you make the enemy's advances futile. Take a look at someone like Steve Jobs. That man was a master of strategy and business. Did he face challenges? Absolutely. Was he perfect? Heck no. But he had a vision and he had strategies. He turned a garage operation into a billion dollar empire not by wishing it, but by relentlessly pursuing it with a calculated approach. Here's the golden nugget in spiritual warfare. Your strategy must be spirit led. You got to listen for God's voice in everything. Let him guide you into battle. Let him reveal the enemy's tactics. Let him show you when to be still and when to advance. Fellow warriors, this ain't a playground. It's a battlefield. So study God's word, get in tune with the spirit, and keep your armor on. Develop a strategy not based on your own understanding, but guided by the wisdom of the Almighty. You ain't in this alone. The Lord of hosts is your commander. Follow his lead and march with a holy strategy. So, how do you build up your shield? You spend time in God's presence. You pray, you worship, and you feed on his word. You surround yourself with people who build up your faith. Your shield gets stronger every single day you choose faith over doubt. Never underestimate the power of your faith, warrior. It can move mountains, calm storms, and shield you from anything the enemy throws your way. Hold that shield high. March forward with confidence, because with faith, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Remember, in this spiritual warfare, your shield isn't just for defense, it's a declaration of victory. Alright, let's dive right into this. You've got your sword, you've got your shield, now it's time to talk tactics. We're talking about prayer and vigilance. That's right, warriors are the two most potent weapons in your arsenal. You see, Prayer is like your direct line of communication to the commander-in-chief. We're talking God Himself. It's not just about asking for things. No, it's about aligning your will with God's, getting your marching orders, and powering up. Ephesians 6 verse 18 says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. I want you to get this. It says all occasions. That means keep those lines open. Now, let's break it down, vigilance. That means you gotta be alert. You gotta keep your eyes wide open. 1 Peter 5 verse 8 says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I want you to imagine this, you're in a battlefield, it's night, and the enemy could be anywhere. If you're not vigilant, if you're not on high alert, you're gonna be easy prey. But when you combine prayer with vigilance, you've got night vision goggles, and suddenly, you see everything clear as day. Let's take a moment to talk about a guy named Elon Musk. Now, this man's not just launching rockets into space for fun. No, he's got vision, and he's got purpose. But with that purpose, he knows he needs to be vigilant. Always innovating, always on the lookout for what's next. He's not just sitting around waiting for things to happen. He's making them happen. Now, let's bring that back to spiritual warfare. Your prayer is your purpose, your line to God. Your vigilance is your awareness of the enemy's tactics. Together, they make you unstoppable. So get down on your knees and pray like you've never prayed before. Seek wisdom, strength, and protection. Then rise up, open your eyes, and stay alert. Watch for the enemy's tricks, but also watch for God's hand in your life. Listen, my friends. The front lines ain't for the faint of heart, but you were made for this. You are a warrior in the kingdom of God. And with prayer and vigilance, you'll not just survive, you'll triumph. Listen up, warriors. We ain't done yet. You've got your armor on, you've got your communication lines open, but now it's time to talk strategy. Because let's face it, you can have all the gear and all the heart, but if you don't have a strategy, you're walking into a storm blind. First things first, a warrior knows himself and knows his enemy. Know what you're made of, what your strengths and weaknesses are. In the same breath, know that the enemy ain't playing games. But here's the thing, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The battle's already won, but you've still got to fight. You got to be like Joseph in the Bible, my friends. This man had strategy. He didn't just land second in command in Egypt by chance. He was divinely guided, yes, but he also planned, prepared, and kept his heart right. God's favor was upon him because he was aligned with God's purposes. So align yourself. Now let's talk Sun Tzu and the art of war. Yeah. I'm bringing ancient Chinese military strategy into this because it's that real. Sun Tzu said, the supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. Now how do you subdue the enemy in spiritual warfare without fighting? Through God's word, living righteously, and building a fortress of faith. That's how you make the enemy's advances futile. Take a look at someone like Steve Jobs. That man was a master of strategy and business. Did he face challenges? Absolutely. Was he perfect? Heck no. But he had a vision and he had strategies. He turned a garage operation into a billion dollar empire not by wishing it, but by relentlessly pursuing it with a calculated approach. Here's the golden nugget in spiritual warfare. Your strategy must be spirit led. You got to listen for God's voice in everything. Let him guide you into battle. Let him reveal the enemy's tactics. Let him show you when to be still and when to advance. Fellow warriors, this ain't a playground. It's a battlefield. So study God's word, get in tune with the spirit, and keep your armor on. Develop a strategy not based on your own understanding, but guided by the wisdom of the Almighty. You ain't in this alone. The Lord of hosts is your commander. Follow his lead and march with a holy strategy. Alright, listen up, warriors! It's time to stand tall. You've battled through the mud, you've shielded your soul, you've strategized with the best, and now you stand on the other side, looking at the horizon like a conquering hero. This ain't the finish line, this is the beginning of walking in victory. What does victory look like in spiritual warfare? It's a life that's bearing fruit, a soul that's at peace, and a heart that's anchored in Christ. You're walking, talking, living testimony of God's grace, and people can see it. Take a page out of Joshua's book. The man led a whole nation through battles, against crazy odds. Walls falling down, rivers parting, and all because he trusted in the Lord and followed through. He wasn't just fighting for himself, he was fighting for a legacy. A battalion of believers. Now, let's talk about someone contemporary. Oprah Winfrey. No, she wasn't fighting in physical wars, but she fought through poverty, abuse, and countless setbacks. But did she let those define her? No! She became an emblem of victory and now uses her platform to inspire millions. She's a battalion unto herself, pushing forward causes she believes in. Now take a moment, look at your own life. See how far you've come, see the battles you've won. Don't for a second underestimate the power that's within you. The power of the Holy Spirit. That same power that raised Jesus from the dead is within you. Walk like you know it. Share your victories, no matter how small they might seem. You've got brothers and sisters in arms who need to hear it. Your triumphs fortify their armor. You're not just a lone warrior. You're part of a victorious battalion. But let me tell you this, victory is not complacency. You've got to stay alert. Keep that armor shining. Keep that sword sharp, because as long as you're breathing, there's work to be done in this kingdom. So warriors, stand proud, but stay humble. March on in victory, but keep your shield up. You are part of a legacy that spans through the ages, and the King of Kings has got your back. Live your life in a way that when you finally meet your commander face to face, you'll hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. Stay hard, stay holy, and march on.